Shannon Case's homemade stories is happy to have the Lagunitas Brewing Company as a sponsor. I was at a coffee shop slash bar slash restaurant, the one I hang out at all the time in Detroit, and the bartender and me were talking about beers. He had the Lagunitas Undercover Investigation Shutdown L on tap. That's a long name. And I asked him what he thought about Lagunitas. He said he liked Lagunitas. It's a good beer, higher ABV, an excellent price. Said he gets them at home all the time because it's a great beer for the price. But then he said he really likes the people over there. And we got in a long talk about Finney. You've heard Finney's name before. That's my man who used to rap in Detroit. But it was a good talk about Finney and Lagunitas. And that's how you know something is good when other people say the same things. Lagunitas Brewing Company brews beers of a wide variety of flavors and names like IPA, Summer Lager, a little something hazy. So find a coffee shop slash bar slash restaurant near you and go get some. Because beer speaks. People mumble. Enjoy the show. There's an event coming up that I want to invite you to. It's Podcast Movement 2019. It's August 13 through 16 in sunny Orlando. I'll be there. You should too. Uh, go to podcastmovement.com. And the reason I go every year is because I really love this podcast stuff. I've been honored to attend the last three podcast movements as a speaker. And each time I met people who I just wouldn't meet otherwise, you know, we sit in studios and closets all day. And it's a long list of cool people who I met who become great friends of homemade stories. In 2016, I did a short talk on Bruliana storytelling. In 2017, I was asked to be a keynote speaker, which is a really big deal, even though I downplay everything. That was a big deal. And in 2018, I did a keynote panel. Uh, but this year, I'm chilling. When I go to conferences, I'm at all the sessions. You'll see me at the monetization sessions, at the grow your podcast sessions, at the better, make a better podcast sessions, at all the stuff you'll see me at. So come, it'll be well worth it. And say what's up to me if you see me, you know. Go to podcastmovement.com and register today. Enjoy the show. Welcome to Homemade Stories number 109. I'm Shannon Kaysen. Under the influence, we are all under some influence of some kind. There's no way around it. I was talking to a friend of mine the other day, good friend. And he claimed he wasn't influenced by anything, that he's his own man, nothing influences him, who he hangs around, who he listens to. And I told him that that's complete ignorance. That's 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 like stupidity. You know what I'm saying? There's certain influences I notice. I'd be in the midst of doing something, and I notice I'm being influenced. I was looking to get a new car um, a few years ago, and I told my wife, "I'm looking at this Kia Optima." And I was watching basketball, and I saw a Kia Optima commercial. Then I was watching this TV show and I saw the guy in the show was driving a Kia Optima. Then I started looking at Kia Optimas on the road and every driver I saw looked like me or they could be in my family. Then I said, oh, they marketing them to people just like me. And I got a Honda instead. Nothing wrong with a Kia, 
but I noticed the influence. And some people don't notice the influence, which is probably a better life not noticing everything, but I tell stories, so I notice everything. I don't know if any of this is really making any sense to you, but I think some of you get it. But, uh, okay, so today's story is about noticing the influence, but trying something when I'm good and damn ready. But maybe I could have jumped on this one a little bit earlier in life, though. I don't know, you know. But I hope you enjoy. First time I smoked weed, I was 37 years old. I had been listening to too many Joe Rogan podcasts and hanging with too many free-thinking, liberal storytelling friends. And the PR for weed had changed up. It's like tattoos. The regularists of regular people have tattoo sleeves now. You know, it's not like tattoos is some big rebellious thing anymore. Same with weed. Then they talked about the health benefits, and the PR just changed up. I wanted to try it. I asked Cindy to get me some weed. Cindy is an old school weed head. You can see it in her eyes. She grew up in California and she said she spent most her wild youth smoking weed with her friends, laying on the roof of a car in a field over the stars. I just added that scene because that's what I see in my head when she told me she smoked weed in California. She said it was just weed though. Cindy was a lot of things before she decided to go lame after settling with me. She doesn't smoke weed or cigarettes. When we met, she smoked disgusting cigarettes or even drink that much anymore. Since getting with my overpowering lameness, I have a dominant regularness that's just contagious. <laughs> Cindy was into a lot of things. I'm no snitch. She had to speak for herself. So why you get all unfun when you got with me? Because it was time to slow down and you wanted to have fun with everybody but me. I asked her, hey, can you give me some of the weed? Some of those weeds. I asked her like a grandma. Give me some of the weed. I asked her because she worked at a restaurant. You know you can get any drug you want in any kitchen of any restaurant, any drug. Just look at your server the next time you're at the restaurant. Try to guess their drug, make a game of it. And it doesn't matter if it's a nice restaurant, they just using better drugs. Then you go to Denny's and you see them real drugs. <laughs> you could actually do this with virtually everyone. I don't wanna beat up on servers. Uh, sit on a bench and play name that drug. Heroin, cocaine, amphetamine, meth, MDMA, Xanax. People are doing a lot of drugs, but I only wanted to try weed at the moment. Cindy brought me home a few grams of weed and I watched a YouTube video on how to roll a blunt. All right, so after you grind your weed, you want to get your blunt. And what you want to look for is like a line. If you split it down this line, it should give you a clean, even like split, so. Like right there. The reason I had never smoked wasn't because of religion or some moral standard against it. It's because I had a bad experience smoking as a kid. When I was seven years old, me and my best friend, Gustavius. Yeah, I had a best friend named <laughs> Gustavius growing up. 
But I couldn't say four-syllable words at seven. So I called Gustavius BB, and me and BB tried smoking. My dad smoked, Coos, of course. If his mama smoked or his grandma smoked, somebody in his family smoked. So we decided to give it a shot. We didn't do the obvious thing and steal one of their cigarettes because stealing was wrong. We had moral standards. Instead, we got some construction paper. You know the sturdy paper that seven-year-olds draw shit on? We tore off a strip. In the backyard was a trash can full of cut grass, dry leaves from the yard. We pulled out some dry leaves and crumbled it into the construction paper, rolled the paper into a chong-sized makeshift blunt, lit one end, and inhaled on the other. Is that a joint, man? For about 30 seconds, I couldn't breathe. 30 seconds is a long-ass time. I saw my young life. My mom holding me as a baby. My dad smiled when I caught my first football. My first kiss from Tara, who was BB's sister, when we played Uchi Kuchi in the same backyard. I felt BB beat me on my back with his hand. In my mind, I was pleading, I'm, I'm sorry I played Uchi Kuchi with your sister, man, I'm sorry. But I couldn't get it out. Then I inhaled fresh air again. After that experience, I had no desire for smoking. But now at 37, knowing that construction paper blunts with dry leaves, they aren't a true weed smoking experience. I mean, it's a literal weed smoking experience, which is stupidity, but it's not a true weed smoking experience. Another voice of reason in my past that kept me from smoking was my dad's voice. Dads can give some information that can fuck with your head for a long time. I remember my dad told me to always use two condoms right before I went to college, use two condoms. I was using two condoms for the longest. I mean, that that was some uncomfortable ass shit, dad. You know, I don't even know if it was more effective, but okay, my dad smoked weed. <laughs> he still smokes weed. In fact, uh, I, I don't remember him not smoking weed. He's one of those people who's a better person with weed. My dad actually, he needs weed. So we were driving in this Cadillac and he was taking me home after a visitation. I was probably around 12 or 13 at the time, which is prime weed smoking years. All my friends were smoking weed, well, some of them. We were coming home from a visitation. My dad was driving me home and um, let me talk about that too. Visitations wasn't visitations. It wasn't like I was actually going to visit with my dad. A visitation meant that I was going to his house to clean up. <laughs> <laughs> and help him with his business. We, we weren't throwing footballs on these visits. We were driving in this Cadillac filled with weed smoke with Barry White playing loud. And I think my dad forgot I was in the passenger seat because he was smoking a joint like it was the most important thing in the world. He'd smoke it, then look at it. Then smoke again, and look at it, a white paper joint. That's all I saw my dad really smoke was joints. And he was really enjoying this one. 
he was like this is some good shit then finally he noticed me sitting there looking at him and he said to me through the wisp of the smoke and his red eyes peeking through the slits in his eyelids I better not ever hear about you smoking this shit. Do you hear me? Do you hear me? Those two experiences kept me from smoking, almost dying and knowing my dad would kill me. And I had a lot of friends who smoked weed. One of my best friends, Beach, has been smoking weed since we met. And we met when we were seven. <laughs> I'm exaggerating, but only a little. Beach was like Smokey and Friday, but I have more willpower than Craig, you know. But now, on my own terms, I'm sitting at my desk watching a YouTube video on how to roll a blunt. I feel like this is the best way to just split a blunt. And like on some blunts, it might be a little hard, especially with a stem right there, but they're pretty, they're pretty nice. They're not like too dry. They're not too. I cut open the swisher. Thing, you know so I dumped all the stuff inside. I put in the weed and I put together the most misshapen blunt in the history of misshapen blunts. <laughs> I lit one end and I inhaled on the other. Why the fuck did I wait so long to do this? It felt like a scalp massage. Relaxation, I love to relax. Food tasted better. I love eating. And everything was funny. You know I love to laugh. I went to go to bed and Cindy turned over to ask. Shannon, how you feeling right now? I looked at her, relaxed, full from the cold pizza that was left in the refrigerator, and I laughed. <laughs> I mean, I couldn't stop. <laughs> she just said, oh boy. I should have never given this man no weed. <laughs> Since then, I'm nowhere near a weed head but I've got a medical marijuana card and I can go to the dispensary down the street. There used to be a tax office and I can get whatever I want. Matter of fact, I don't really have much I have to do today. <laughs> I think I'm gonna call my boy Miles Beach. See what's up. Thank you for listening. I am in no way endorsing the use of drugs of any kind. But this is weed that we're talking about, folks. So go ahead and try it for the first time if you haven't. I'm not endorsing that either. Do it if you want to. Do it on your own accord and when you're ready, just like me. Uh, but I enjoy it on occasion. This episode was produced by Robert Anderson and me. I want to give a thank you to all the friends of Homemade Stories, everybody who backed me for the campaigns, all the years that I've done them. Uh, thank you to Lagunitas Brewing Company, 
Thank you to Podcast Movement. I'll be there. See you there in August. And special thanks to the John S. and James L. Knight Foundation. All right. Peace. See you soon. Now that's homemade.